Welcome to The Shelter Story, a podcast dedicated to improving the lives of homeless dogs through pragmatic and compassionate solutions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Shelter Story. I'm your host, Sarai. We have another exciting topic in store for you today, one that has personally piqued my interest in these recent months. I'm sure a lot of you are in the same boat. I keep hearing this statement repeated over and over again. The shelters are full with COVID returns. But how accurate is this argument? The answer may surprise you. Let's start with the first assumption, that pet adoptions exploded over COVID. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, but according to the Mac Daddy of National Shelter Statistics, Shelter Animals Count, there were roughly 19% fewer dog adoptions in 2020 than in 2019. Even taking into account the fact that many shelters across the country were closed for adoptions during the first few months of lockdown and therefore prevented adoptions from happening in the first place, intake numbers were also much lower. While many shelters weren't accepting owner surrenders at this time, we only saw about 200,000 fewer owner surrenders in 2020 than the previous year. By contrast, we saw almost 500,000 fewer strays come into shelters in 2020 than in 2019. So it's important to note, fewer pets were ending up on the streets and in shelters when people were home with them. Shocking, I know. Now I found this to coincide with my personal experience at the county animal shelter. We had far fewer dogs, but adoptions were slow as well. Even when we opened up to the public again, and even for the occasional puppy that found its way to us. So the COVID adoption rush theory isn't supported by the data. Want to know what else isn't? The idea that we are also experiencing a surge in post-COVID owner surrenders. Okay, okay, hear me out. I understand that shelters are getting in more animals than they were last year. But remember, many shelters were prohibiting or limiting their owner surrender intakes. So when we look at the data, what we are actually seeing now is a return to pre-COVID levels in regard to intake numbers. What is different is that shelters, like many other industries, are still recovering from a decrease in funding. Budget cuts means these shelters have fewer staff and resources to care for their animals while returning to normal levels of operation. And remember last week when we discussed the ways in which these government shelters rely on services such as adoptions for the revenue? Fewer adoptions in 2020 means less money for shelters in 2021. So according to the experts, the ASPCA, the American Veterinary Medical Association, and the Cornell University Shelter Medicine Program, people really aren't surrendering their COVID dogs to the shelters in masses most adopted dogs are still at home with their families. Of course, not being completely satisfied with that response, I had to dig a little deeper into finding out why dogs end up in shelters in the first place. So why are there so many dogs in shelters? Each year, roughly 3 million dogs will enter animal sheltering facilities across the nation. Anywhere between 53 to 83% of shelter dogs arrive as strays, that's nearly twice as many as owner surrenders. With the exception of truly feral individuals, all of these animals came from a home, and only 13 to 23% of dogs that come into shelters are ever reunited with their owners. 
finding different methods to keep them in their households, such as practical environmental management and microchipping, is paramount in reducing intake numbers across the country. Now, when it comes to owner relinquishments, recent studies shine some light on factors that contribute to people surrendering their pets to shelters, stress in the home for any number of reasons, illness or death of the owner, an emotional attachment to the animal without the financial means of providing the necessary care for it, as well as moving and housing problems are the most frequently cited reasons for private owner surrenders. In general, studies showed a trend of owner surrenders falling into this category. The majority of dogs are between five months and two years of age, have been with their owners for less than one year, and are intact or not spayed or neutered. About one-third of surrendered dogs were acquired as a gift, and roughly that same number had never seen a veterinarian. These dogs are also more likely to be housed outdoors, and the vast majority, 96%, had received no obedience training at all. Behavior of the animal is another crucial factor and is often overlooked. Unrealistic expectations in every sense of this phrase contribute greatly to behavioral owner surrenders. Many owners underestimate the time and work it takes to acclimate a newly acquired dog to their household or train it in foundational skills such as housebreaking and basic obedience, let alone tackling larger problems such as separation anxiety, hyperactivity, destructive behavior, reactivity, or fear-based aggression. Furthermore, an owner who fails to properly research the genetic breed tendencies of certain groups of dogs may find themselves in trouble later on. The high prevalence of working breeds in shelters such as German Shepherds, Bully Breeds, Huskies, and now Malinois can be mitigated if prospective owners are willing and able to meet the needs of these demanding dogs. If your lifestyle isn't already conducive to regular structured exercise, training, mental stimulation and enrichment, proper socialization, and strict environmental management, then you are much more likely to set you and your dog up for failure and subsequent surrender. Understanding the drives and limitations of any current and prospective dog is crucial in finding the best fit for both human and canine. So when it comes down to it, are our government animal shelters full because there's an overpopulation problem? The data just doesn't support this argument. A recent study jointly commissioned by the Humane Society of the United States, Maddie's Fund, and the Ad Council discovered that there are roughly four times as many homes looking to acquire a new dog or cat than there are dogs or cats needing new homes. So what do we do with this new information? Clearly, the issue is far more complex than the simple excuses of overpopulation and boredom after COVID. Real change in this industry requires taking a long, hard look at the factors contributing to perpetually high intakes of animals at shelters. Making euthanasia illegal and outlawing breeding won't solve these problems. So what will? That is the next question we aim to tackle here at The Shelter Story. Join us next week for a comprehensive look into the ways we can address these issues at the source and keep these animals out of our shelters to begin with. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Shelter Story. We hope you'll continue on this journey with us as we learn and grow together to help improve the lives of homeless animals around the world. Thank you guys. My name is Sarai. We'll catch you next week.